you know a spot. But not just a spot. The spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots? Being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your Frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic so slow, connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell, ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy. And we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. Moments like seeing my son's team cheer him on mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, or MBC, which is breast cancer that is spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palbociclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR-positive HER2-negative NBC as the first hormonal-based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. R&B money! We up! Tank! Jay Valentine! We are the authorities on all things R&B. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Tank. I'm Jay Valentine. And this is the R&B Money Podcast, the authority. Yes, sir. On all things R&B. Mm-hmm. Southside. See, what happens, Jay, is because we've been doing this for so long, they think that we aren't tapped in mm. mm-hmm. with the new young hot, yeah. the new young sensations, mm-hmm. mm. the youth of R&B. Yeah. It's taking this motherfucking game. We know who you are, Southside Phoenix. Yeah. yeah. We know who you are. Yeah. Yeah. 
We're going to get into your shit. Yeah, we're going to talk about your exes. We're going to talk about your exes. Yeah. Exes. On oh, no, RB Money Podcast. <laughs> Kiana <laughs> Lede. Yeah. Hey. Hey. Wait, I'm sorry. First, first. Yes. You get your nails manicured. Absolutely. They look great. Yeah, yeah. No, this is gel. Wait, you get gel on your nails? Yeah, yeah, this has to last. Yes, long lasting. Yeah, yeah, I I'm love not playing that. no games. You see, you called me on a day where ain't no color on it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What color do you usually do? Oh, you usually do color? Why? I do I do black. Black is my color. Oh, you do? Okay, good. Yeah. Black's the best. Yeah, I just, you know, I I, I, I dig into my rock star every now and then. That's you know what I'm saying? Good. I, I go to a Lenny Kravitz. You wanna know places. his nickname? We love that. You wanna know his nickname? Do I wanna know his nickname? Yeah. NBA old boy. Oh, okay. I'm not gonna call you that. I'm, you know, kind of dangerous, but, <laughs> but not. <laughs> no, uh, that looks he, great. Saw, he saw a young Take boy notes. with his nails. He was like, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna do that. You know, no, I'm gonna do that. That's just, that's that's what that's what. That's what like, my kids, my kids was like, my daughter was like, what are you doing? <laughs> Is everything okay? I was like, I was like, that's fine. What made you want to do that? Uh, just seemed like fun. And is it? Yeah. Good. I'm like, I'm like, I'm impulsive. Yes. You know what I mean? I'm impulsive whether it be Me too. You know what I'm saying? Whether it be spending yes. or going somewhere. Like I'm I'm impulsive. He's my voice of reason. I'm like, let's do it. He's like this. You better not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised by that actually. <laughs> He's my voice of reason. Oh no, for sure. That's that's our balance. You okay. know what I'm saying? Um, but you know, like I think that just who cares? When he painted his nails, all the comments said. Jay, you let him do this? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like, yes. like, he's my own ass man. Yes. I'm that is that I'm is for me, for sure. I'll literally be doing, I don't know, some type of fuck shit. And Christine's like, you Kiana, I'm like a bad little kid. Like, huh. I would yeah, literally, guys, I yeah. right now would be walking on the edge of this couch just because. And Christine would be like, Kiana. Yeah. So, so, so he would call me at like, at like six in the morning. And he would say, Tank, you can't. You have to stop. I was like, what do you mean? Stop in the comments. You have to stop. Because I would argue in the comments. And I would, I would let motherfuckers have it. And because I felt personally attacked. I didn't know that there weren't real people. I didn't. I didn't know that it didn't matter. No, most of the people ain't real. So, I mean, some are, yes, obviously. And, and when I say real in terms of ghost accounts, they're all not kind really of shit. real conversations, right? Because people right. are hiding behind things. Right. And a lot of times people just want to say something to mm -hmm. you. They just want to have right. a conversation, right. get a rise, something. Yes. Right. It's not us sitting right here and you saying that same shit to me that you just typed with your thumbs. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's not real. You're not going to say that in my face. Right. But since you, you know, since you're hidden, you feel like you can get that off. So I have, I have to combat that. And then my elder will call me <laughs> and say, stop the fuck shit, as you just called him. Yes. <laughs> yes. As you so eloquently put it. Nigga having a Twitter battle against a nigga with a picture of him. It's like, <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm cussing myself out. Cause yeah, cause wow. Tank wouldn't do this. Tank yes. would ride like this. Like, nigga, I am Tank. <laughs> so do you look at the comments, like all the comments, or no? Not really. And okay, if I and, and I look at them from a different lens now. You know what I mean? So like now I'm just kind of like, like the ridiculous stuff like kind of makes me laugh because mm. like the 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 way I was able to process it was 
watching people say stuff about other people that I actually know, that I know that that stuff is not true about. Mm. So I was like, that's not right. That's not how that happened. That's not it. I'm like, ah, got it. I get it. It doesn't matter in this place. Trying to figure out what the truth is will drive you fucking crazy in the social media world. That's not what that world is for. Mm -hmm. The truth is for you in your real life. Rest in and understand the truth in your real life. As long as you can do that, you'll be okay in this shit. Mm, that's nice. Wise words. Giving you my, my old man. I got a Get feeling you'd be looking at them comments ready to go off. <laughs> yeah, that's that's <laughs> nice. Okay. You She's motherfuckers like, have no that's idea. Nice. South well, <laughs> Phoenix. I am an angel. No, so I actually used to read all the comments of everything. But I feel like naturally our minds stick to the negative things more. Oh, at yeah, least mine does. They're in bold right? letters for most people. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And I used to read, I used to read all of them. The negative ones would stick out so hard and then... I would be responding like it would be bad, and after a while, I just realized that was all blowing back into my face, like pretty much every time. So I was like, "What is the point?" Because I'm trying to defend myself, but then I have to defend myself now against the defense that Absolutely. I already mm. put up. Now your you defense know? is under scrutiny. Yeah, exactly. It's what people don't realize. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? So what's you the point? never win that. It's an no. ongoing. No. Right. And so here's the part. Here's the part. He said something. That was you know, a long time ago. He's like, you skip past all that love mm-hmm. to respond to that mm-hmm. one person. Right. I skipped past a thousand you the man comments to get to you ain't the man comment. <laughs> yeah. Why not, nigga? <laughs> Why the fuck not? Yeah. Who do you think so you true. are? <laughs> then who is? Who is? Then who is? <laughs> You better not say Jaheim. You better not. This reminded me of that. Have you seen that um, video? This is new to me, by the way, because I don't really be on the internet now because I hate the internet. But someone showed me the, um, I don't remember what his name is, but it's a bowling guy. And he's like, who do you think you are? I am. Have you seen oh, that yeah, video? No. Yeah, no, that, that's this dude. Oh, you should, um, God. Oh, not, his name wasn't Phil something. Older white Jeff, dude. Jeff, Jeff. Yes. Yes. I know exactly who you're talking about. He used to be doing the X shit when he went into the Yes. <laughs> who do you think so you are? So good. I There's am. a video of him who's like, who do you think you are? I am. <laughs> yeah. After he gets a strike, it's so good. Well, that's, that's tank. we are we're now yeah, at this point um, we're mature. Yeah. Okay. I'm 26 now. Okay. Tell you have time. Yeah. You have time, you have time, to, time. <laughs> to grow into this. Um, what we like to do at the Army Money Podcast is we like to go to the origin. We like to go to the beginning, Mm. right? Of where somebody looked at you, saw you somewhere, heard you somewhere and said, ooh, that is something. Or you saw it for yourself. You looked in the mirror one day and was like, I'm nice with this. When was that moment? And you probably, Young, probably started really young. I'm just you know, going through my notes. You know what I'm saying? It started really young for you. So I'm going to let you tell it, though. <laughs> um, yeah, so it starts <clears throat> when I was, my mom says, exactly 16 months old. Wow. I, she taught me, she was a teacher, mm-hmm. so she taught me the ABCs early. She wanted me to get ahead of it. So she taught me the ABCs, and then I guess I was singing the song, like adding runs and shit. And I was just singing it different. And people would always like stop at the mall and be like, 
is she singing ABCs like that? Da, da, da. And then my mom was like, yeah. So then automatically she's just like, she grew up in foster care. Like she didn't grow up with a lot of shit. So she mm -hmm. was just like, she wanted me to have what I wanted to have. Mm -hmm. And whatever my natural talent was, she wanted me to do that. She didn't care what it was, but it's like 110%. Yeah. So she seen that and she was like, okay, she's a star. <laughs> and yeah. then put me- At 16 months. Yeah, literally <laughs> as a baby, Yeah, as a baby. Um, and then when I was like three, she put me into singing, dance and acting like classes, like performing arts, extracurricular stuff. And um, I literally just from there was just working towards it my whole life. I was doing pageants. I was the, in the performing arts school. Pageants as like a kid? Pageants? Yeah. Like, I was like four with years them old. Little crowns and all the those are oh, serious. I have so many crowns. I have so <laughs> many crowns. Okay, so I don't have to ask if you want it. Okay, all right, cool, 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 cool. Those are those are different though. For people who don't know that world, yeah. that's a different world. And I wasn't in none of them where like you spray tan the babies or nothing. It's like Okay. All right, yeah, all right. yeah. It was like I thought you no, was in like full makeup and full No, like, in the one that I did mostly my whole childhood. If you got caught with makeup on your face, if they could see it, you were automatically disqualified. Oh, you were in a, okay. Which also was like kind of fucked up, was even more fucked up because it's like, okay, now if you lose, you're not naturally beautiful and your personality sucks is basically what it was in your head if you lost. That's what you took from that? Yes, because shit, no, shit. like I'm undoing a lot of this shit in therapy. Like I'm trying because as much as it taught me how to be a great performer, mm -hmm. how to do interviews, how to do public speaking, like everything like that. I, I really did learn a lot. I feel like I was trained in it, but if I didn't win, it was like, oh, I didn't say this answer right enough. I have so much anxiety going on social media. Even this gives me anxiety, like, because I feel like if I say like or um, if I don't speak perfectly, if I don't get my point across in a specific amount of sentences, then I'm like, gonna lose that's what's been built up in my head but wow. we only bring winners on here thank you and, um, thank that's you. it and we don't give a fuck and we yes. don't give a fuck we don't give a this fuck is, this like, is, listen this, this is, is our safe. own we're entertaining ourselves yeah <laughs> this, this is a safe don't give a fuck yeah. space hey man <laughs> Ruben, you got a crown? So yeah. Shit. Don't crown on her. You know, I will say, though, like, even though there was all that pressure, I did, I'm not trying to, I mean, I'll brag, but yes. I did win almost every year I competed because I was just myself. Like, mm. I would make funny-ass faces on stage. Like, I would do a lot of the shit that the other girls were too scared to do, which, rightfully so, because the whole thing is about being perfect. Mm. But I, I remember one time I went into an interview, and I was probably, like, seven and they have two minute rounds. So you literally go around, you only have two minutes with each judge and they ask you one or two questions. And you have to basically give them like your entire personality within mm -hmm. those two questions, but also be perfect. So while I'm talking to them, one of the judges asked me, what do you like to do for fun? And I said, I love to talk. <laughs> I just stayed quiet for the rest of the two minutes. And the next judge was like, what do you do in your spare time? And I said, talk. <laughs> I just stopped talking and I probably did that to every single judge and I still won that year I think it's because I was just they found it charming that I just like said or I left the talk and I didn't talk real. Yeah. yeah because everybody has their their prop answers right. that mm. were given to them by their by mom their parents, and, yeah, by the, and the make back. sure you say this and I and do and you were like this, I talk uh, <laughs> my poor mom y'all wanna talk y'all wanna talk <laughs> <laughs> can we talk about something wow <laughs> 
I said, you give me a good topic. Oh, yeah, you was I out said, of control early. What? Yeah. How many years were you in pageants? From four to, like, 15. Four to 15? Yeah. I'm sorry, what? Yeah. Oh, this is a real thing. She's yeah. really, I, I had no idea. I thought just the little baby girls do it for a couple years and then it's on to something else. Don't go to grown uh, women. Don't yeah. go to grown women. Have you seen like Miss Universe? Or? Yeah, because I, I had an ex that was in a in a pageant and I helped her train for a pageant and, and did music for the pageant. And it was a, a pageant. And it was a pageant? Know. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't know. Shit. <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know that that was the thing. It was like a local pageant. Yeah. And I was like, what am I, so what am I singing for? And I did the music for the local pageant. It was like, and she didn't win. I was, and you did the music? And I did the music. I was like, did you feel like that was a personal attack on you? No, I didn't. Okay. I, felt like, I felt like it was an attack on her. All like the work she did and. And she got skinny and lost her cheeks, and I was like, "Man, <laughs> so you're doing pageants and all of these things." Mm -hmm. Mom says you're a star at 18 months. You're already doing runs. 16, boy. 16, 16 months. months. What did she I was early. What did I say? She was early, 18. 18. 18. No, no, he just has bad math. My shit oh, okay. Yeah, he just okay. has bad math. Doing runs, ABC. You done made up a whole new ABC melody by this. You time. remember the melody? No. No. Um, <laughs> When is the singing recognized? Um, I think actually my stardom was recognized first. Okay. Because everyone would always, like to my mom, all my family, people that would just meet me, they would just be like, she's a star. Oh my God, your daughter's a star. Like it was always about like how hyper I was and like how, I guess how real I was. And um, so I think it started with that sort of effect and then also you know the 16 month old thing and I honestly say I don't think I really had a choice like mm -hmm. I never really it was just always something that was a part of me it was like speaking a second language right. you know right. so um being in performing arts school I went to performing arts school from second to fourth grade mm -hmm. and then fifth grade I was homeschooled but then I was going to another performing arts school like on the side for just the performing arts part, and then middle school went to another performing arts school. Oh, so this was your sport. Yeah, it's your sport. Like, uh, it yeah. grew up in musical theater. Everything I've been doing. Oh, you've been this. doing this. You're trained. Yeah, you're trained yeah. in and this. still learning so much every day. No, but that's that's the thing about music, theater, all these different things. You never stop learning. Mm -hmm. It's always something new. It's always evolving. So, like you said, it, it, there's the early on stuff, but you continue to learn as you go along in this thing that, that we have. And then, especially when you become a professional. Yeah. Because mm. just doing it for the love and the purity of music or theater is one thing, but then doing it to pay your bills. Right. Is a whole nother. Ooh. <laughs> it's, two different, it's two different worlds. Yeah. Ooh, learning that yes. was something I really, that's, that was hard to learn. That's, ne that's never easy. That's never easy. Because it, it, just, it gets thrown at you. Right. Because it goes from, I'm just singing because I can sing and then people enjoy my singing to somebody is like, I can make some money with her or on her or, or on, off, off her of, yeah. mm -hmm. or however that goes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then as the artist, you have to find it in yourself to say, hey, I need to learn this shit too. 
Mm-hmm. And that's when it gets tricky in this business. It's tough because as artists, I think we all have bumped our heads in some some form of fashion. You know what I'm saying? Finding Getting, that out. Finding that lesson. Yeah. Or throughout that lesson. Yeah. I, I, I that's your friend, times. ain't your friend? That's your friend, is your friend? That your friend, that that next check may not come. Right. That the friend didn't put their name on, mm. on, the, on the song that they didn't write. <laughs> uh, it, it's so much to where. <laughs> <She just looked> <laughs> If I could make my eye twitch, <laughs> I would. Twitch your eye if you've been through something like this. This is what it is, though. This yeah. is what it is. When is, your, when is your first moment of like, okay, now I'm getting a real check for this, and now it's time to really like, the rubber's starting to meet the road? I think everything that came with X doing something was when I really started to be like, oh, okay, my rent doesn't seem so scary now. That's cool. Um, so X was... X was doing its thing. Was it like you... you had other situations yeah. before that. Like, as in your come up, teenage years, the whole thing. and Kids bop. But no checks at kids bop? Not for me. Them niggas ain't got no checks at Kids Bop. Sorry, hey, kids I don't mean to put Kids Bop no... on blast like hey, this. It's a niggas... very different time now. But at that time, yeah, I was not... <sighs> Fuck, I'm just going to say it. I was not officially a Kids Bop kid, even though I was traveling under... For the live tours that we were doing, I was traveling. Um, so I wasn't officially a Kids Bop kid, and there was like some racist shit that was going on behind the scenes. So, no, I did not get paid as much as the other kids. Remember The Box? Yes. So The Box is this video channel where you could call and order a and video. And order a video. You could pay like 10, 15 cents to order a video. That was more than that. It was, it was more than that? that? Yeah, Like yeah, 25 yeah. cents? No, no, it was some dollars. It was like some $2 dollars. or something like to order a video. Okay, so yeah. you order a video and all of the video, all of the songs were clean. Oh. So there was NWA on The Box. And so when I would go to the school when I would go to school rapping NWA, everybody would laugh at me because because you I'd had be the clean, the clean version. I, I only knew the clean. He was version. kids bop so before kids bop. Oh, that's so sad and sweet at the same time. Down, man, and sweet at the same time. They be rapping. I was I trying to be down. I come here rapping too. Like, what's that mess? I tell a brother. <laughs> <laughs> You know me, I'd be like, man, get this nigga out of here, dog. This nigga can't hang with us. Damn. It was about the Lord. No, I get it. I get it, man. Because you say Bible Belt. So, Kids Bob, Kids Star, they got labels and record deals. Yeah. Yeah. And they ain't paying people. No. And they did not know what to do. No, I had no idea. Until they dropped me at 17. <laughs> Wait, but you were science one for two years, though? Yeah. Yeah. So in that time, I was just, I was, I moved to L.A. with my 18-year-old best friend when I was 16. You came out to L.A. at 16. Yeah. By yourself? By yourself. Yeah. And I was going back and forth for a year already, pretty much. The, like, and, since and I got son, the record and the deal. And label, the label was in L.A.? Yeah. No? no. Well, in New York, mm-hmm. mostly. So what made you go to L.A.? Cause it was closer because I'm from Arizona. Okay, so it sure. was like my stepdad would come and drive me out. 
I finally, like, the, nobody told me, like, oh, you have to get a manager. Oh, you have to do these things. And, and so for, I was in a session one day, um, and the person was like, do you have management? And I was like, no. And she was like, let me put you in contact with my managers because you need somebody to, like, talk to and to talk for you. And I was like, oh, okay. So I met with um, these managers. Super cool. And then they got me in touch with an agent. And I was just like, so confused. Like, there was so much going on. But all I knew was like, my mom, and my stepdad were driving me back and forth from Arizona to LA pretty mm -hmm. much every weekend for auditions and sessions and whatever. And then would fly me out. And I would be in LA for like a month and then go back home, go back to school. Like, the, I had such great teachers and like great principal and stuff mm -hmm. at that point. But you rock. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, yeah, I was doing that for a while. And then my mom was basically, at some point, was just like, listen, this shit's getting expensive. Also, like, we don't have the time. And I think you're ready. Because, like I said, I was a really good kid. Yeah. My mom always told me, like, as long as you build up this trust in your childhood, we'll be able to trust you more with certain things. Mm. And my parents were also pretty strict. And then they're like, go to L.A. at 16 by yourself. Oh, yeah, they went from strict to, woo, yeah, go fly, I mean, go fly. For real, for real. So then, yeah, came out to L.A. And I was working at a gymnastics center and going you, to sessions at the same you, time. Can you flip? Fuck you? no, but I was teaching it. Oh, okay. I know. Huh? I know. I'm, I'm confused. Me too. Because I'm about to go into my daughter's class the next time. I'm like... So can you flip? Yeah, exactly. Flip? Ask them to do yeah. it. Because Kiana told me. No, ask them to do it. <laughs> I'm like, what? For Who? real. All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo, when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful DC turbo engine, well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! <laughs> and outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. How do we level the playing field for all entrepreneurs? 55% of white businesses survive the startup phase, while only 4% of black businesses do the same. So I want every black entrepreneur to know about the 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative. The 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative is an award-winning program created by Shopify and Operation Hope. They're on a mission to start, grow, and scale 1 million black businesses by 2030, driving wealth creation for the black community. Out of 6 million employer-owned businesses in the U.S., only 2.3% have black ownership. This program gives black entrepreneurs tools and resources to level the playing field, from free business coaching to tailored training and extended free Shopify trial. Shopify's made a 10-year, multi-million dollar commitment to the program, and it's working. The initiative already started, supported, and engaged with over 334,000 black businesses, helping them operate businesses that sell anything from skateboards to coffee beans to apparel. Business owners love this program. Simone Harvin, founder of SC Creative Group, says, The 1 million black businesses experience for me was unlike any other program I've been a part of, primarily because it was for us and it was by us. 
Here at Drink Champs, we are always interacting with our listeners, many being black entrepreneurs. Shopify is one of those platforms that empowers and emboldens entrepreneurship. So chart your own path for business success with the One Million Black Businesses Initiative and Shopify. Bring your business to Shopify with an exclusive offer at shopify.com slash B-E-N, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash B-E-N. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell, ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. I did have such a supportive mom and a supportive family, you know? Other people, they're working to try to prove their families wrong. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I didn't have that problem. My mom was really, really supportive and was like pretty much my like, I guess at that time, the reason I did it, Mm. you know? So I'm, I'm really, lucky that I nah, got shout to out to your mom, mom like shout that. out mom sure. shout out to your mom shout out mom cuz it's like my mom my mom was as my mom and dad were as as supportive as they could be because they didn't know what this was mm-hmm. it was like I'm going to LA and I'm gonna be somebody it was like well <laughs> I mean you only have a thousand dollars in a car <laughs> so I don't, I don't know how far far you gonna get but good luck, good luck. you know what I'm saying yeah, yeah. and you know, but like you said, to have that in your corner, um, because sometimes, yeah, sometimes it's got to be bigger than you. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's like, okay, I hear you. Like, I'm gonna fight for that, mm-hmm. for for the for those words alone, because you believe in me. I'm gonna put in this extra mile. Yeah, you know what I mean. Whatever fuel that is, whatever fuel you need to get you to the next breakthrough. Like, like, listen, I've been. The star, I've been, I've needed security, and then those same security guards wouldn't let me in the club. Mm. I've, I've been, I get it. Right. And you just have to keep pounding until that next breakthrough. Mm. When is that next breakthrough, Kiana? When does that happen? When? Yeah. 
like in my life now or back no, no, then? No, back then. I'm like, like I don't then. know. What am I doing tonight? <laughs> no, <I don't> <laughs> no, you got dropped. Am That's I gonna right. watch Spider Verse? Am I gonna watch do, Little Mermaid? I don't it. know. Both gotta see both. <laughs> you get dropped to seventeen. They're both black movies. Now. <laughs> they're bo- yeah, they're both black movies now. <laughs> yes. Come on in. Hey, I cried about that part. Welcome. We love that. Yeah. You get dropped to seventeen. You cry to moms. Mm. I'm just gonna keep working. That work at some point pays off. Mm. When is that? So I actually, the acting stuff paid off first. Mm. I got a role in Scream TV series on MTV, which is great because horror is my favorite genre. Nice. So I was like, oh my God, I get to die on a show. You get to scream. <laughs> I get to die on the show. <laughs> um, and that's a whole other story that we'll save for another time. Um, I had the best time dying. So I. Wait, were, you, how, were you on it for a minute though before you. Yeah, died? I was in 10 okay. episodes. Yeah, 10. Yeah. That's called reoccurring, right? Yeah, that's yeah. called reoccurring. Yeah. Really? You know, I'm, I, you, you know, you've been around me. You know, it's kind of. That's good. You know, I'll be acting. I'll be acting. I love it. Yeah, so I got the role on Scream. And that was like, I mean, after so many years of no's, I was like, oh shit, I got a yes when I got the part. And then I was like, oh shit, I still have to work. (laughs) Like the yes isn't just a yes, it's like yes and good job, let's get to work. So then uh, moved to New Orleans for a little bit to shoot the show, which also is my favorite place in the entire world. New Orleans is great. Oh, my God. It's so beautiful. I love New Orleans. It is so beautiful. Um, So while I'm shooting that show, for those two years from when I'm 15 to, or I guess, no, I got dropped to 17. So from 17 to like 19, for those two years, I was doing covers and releasing covers every week. Mm sometimes twice a week with one of the producers and this producer duo that stuck with me after I got dropped that had just started working the with me before, before they dropped me. Yes. Yeah. So um, how long are you doing? The covers. The covers. So I've been doing them now probably for like two years. And we did Hotline Bling. And then that one went ultra viral. Mm-hmm. And this was like at the point where it was still pretty rare to get a million views. Mm-hmm. And when I got my first million views, I was like, like I couldn't believe it. I felt like I was on top of the world. I was like, what <laughs> is going on? Um, and so that happened while I was shooting the show. So it was actually like a perfect combination of everything happening at one time. And it was just like, oh my God, like my moment is like starting up again. Mm-hmm. You know, it felt, it felt amazing. And after that, we just kept releasing covers and they kept doing really well. And then I got a call from uh, my manager at the time, and he was like, all these record labels are calling me. Like, I think we should start talking. And I was like, oh, my God, okay. (laughs) And then I met with a few, and then I met with Republic, and um, Republic, who I'm on now, they uh, loved me. We talked, and it just felt like the right place to be. And then you got an advance. Then I got an advance. I finally got some money. We got a business. You know, you know my next question. What'd you buy? What did you buy? Yeah. Did you um, buy anything cool with your advance? N- oh, you know what? Actually, I think I put it into. <laughs> yes, I did. I put it into getting another car, because I always wrecked my cars back then. Way better just now. Just back then, though. You just, I probably you couldn't been, drive. 
I listen. I was 16. Had my license for two weeks when I had moved to LA. Pretty much. I was like six months before I moved to LA, but still, I learned how to drive in LA. That's hard, you guys. Okay. Right. If you say so. Yeah. Okay. This is. Well, it's hard for me. How many cars have you crashed? Total. (laughs) I think we. Yeah. Let's get to the. Without it being my fault. No, no, all of them. This is all of them. Okay. Seems like you have a gift. With it being my fault or shared fault. Shared fault. <laughs> insurance. It's a, yeah, exactly. Like it's insurance. a thing with insurance. Right, it's insurance. I know it is. I've dealt with insurance just, enough to let's know. Let's just split this down the middle. Let's just. <laughs> um, let me think. One, two, three, probably four or five. Oh, so, okay, let me rewind really quick. Okay. So I had actually learned a lot about songwriting when I first came here, too, because when I wasn't in gymnastic, <laughs> teaching gymnastics that I didn't know how to do, um, I was in sessions, and my some, from some of my sessions, it got around um, that I was the one singing the demos. So then some of, uh. like, the biggest pop people were hearing my demos, and would want me to come and demo sing. So that's how I made some money. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yes. hey, you know what? No, 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 no. Before we go any further. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. No, because we like to, we like to, we like to highlight like things that you can do while you're trying to survive this mm-hmm. thing. Yep. Right? Like outside, yep. listen, and I wanna say, I commend you for having a job. Yeah. Cause a lot of people feel like when talk they get in talk. this thing, yep. I don't have mm-hmm. to have a job no more or they're above a job. Mm-hmm. No, you have to take care of yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you got to go teach, wherever, if you got to lie and tell people you know how to flip and you don't know how to flip and you get a job teaching flips, um, <laughs> get one. Sure. I mean, I worked at CVS when I had my, my record deal. So You have to have a you job. Have to take you have yeah. to take care of yourself. Yeah, 100%. Like, this is not something that we get in that people just think that you just hit the lottery. No, this is yeah. not how it works. This is the real journey. Mm-hmm. Your journey is a very real journey. And I, like I said, I commend you for this journey. Yeah. Thank you. Because that is something special that you were even of the mind and didn't go, oh, I'm only 16. I don't have to get no job. Or just didn't stand on ceremony like I got a record deal. What I look like with a job. And mm-hmm. when you have this record deal, this yeah. said record deal, if they were giving you money, you're incurring debt, which yep. artists Most never realize and pay attention to. It's like, I'm living here, no records are happening, nothing is going on yet. These sessions are adding up. This rent money is adding up. Mm-hmm. All these things are going against my account. And it's taking mm-hmm. away. And taking yep. away. Because yep. at, at some point, labels also look at, ah, it's getting a little upside down. We're a little too much in the red. On oh, your, we, we we in the red on your rent on your rent so mm-hmm. so we gonna it's gonna make us put less into the artist the artist yeah mm-hmm. so go get your job get your job get your, yeah get your job and also like even if you do feel above it there's so much shit in the industry you could be doing like literally from square one shit you could be doing it uh, you could be giving voice lessons or guitar lessons or whatever you could be like holding a you could light be doing on a set a right. tv set exactly. or a movie and you get could more be experience a, while you're doing it the like, fact that you were also demo singing for people yeah as a signed as artist as a signed artist that does not happen yep. mm. i've watched so many artists struggle <laughs> financially because they won't go do something Mm. it's like wait why 
It's music. Yeah. Like, I'll, I'll do anything. Surviving this shit. You yeah. need a keyboard player? What you need? You need some backgrounds? Mm-hmm. What you need? I yeah. dance a little. Hey. I'm the same way, but I feel like people people come to LA or go to New York or whatever for fame. And that's just so, it's such a, it's so unattainable. It's like such a horrible thing to have as your goal. Like, mm-hmm. if that's what you're looking for, we all know it goes like this. For like, sure. it's fleeting. It's fleeting. So, for that to be the thing that's like holding you down and like keeping you in a city and keeping you in an industry, that's gonna be a very empty, empty dream and a very unfulfilling life in my eyes because you're literally always trying to chase a feeling rather than chasing the feeling that music gives you. Like I was always taught that music was like, was therapy. It was something that was really genuine and authentic. And so it was never about fame for me. No matter how many times people were like, she's a star, she's a star, she's a star. In my childhood, it was never about that for me. It was about music and how it made people feel. I do this not to make things about me, but to make it about how we connect as people and how I connect with my fans. I always say like, when people come up to me, first of all, I still don't believe it, it's still crazy to me. When people come up to me, it's not that they're coming up to me because I'm so important. It's I've had a certain effect, the music has had some sort of effect on them so deeply, that connection, that it reminds them. Mm -hmm. And they look at me and they're like, oh shit, like, this is the person that sang that one song that made me feel like this. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. I remember I was the ex-girl for so long. I was the hotline bling girl for so long. And I was okay with that. I didn't care if you knew I was Kiana. Like, if I'm the hotline bling girl and hotline bling made you feel good, I'm the fucking hotline bling, bling girl. So, goddamn right. So, then, so you're doing, you're on Republic. Come on, You get Republic. the deal. Yeah. How long is it until you get your hit record, though? Mm-hmm. How long, like, what's, 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 what's that? And did you quit your job? When you, got, when you got this deal, did you quit your job? Yeah, I did. Um, I think X was out. I don't even remember how old I was. I don't know, I need to check the facts on that one because it all feels like one year up until this point. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was out for, I think, a year before it was, like, doing something on the radio. Did you put it out? Like, did you leak it or did the label? Did, was it like an official release? It was. And a, it just wasn't catching at first. Yeah, it was an official release, but it wasn't catching at first. But I feel like that's also like R&B music. It takes a little bit of time. Absolutely. Too, you know? It's a slow burn with R&B. Yeah. So yeah. it wasn't It wasn't a surprise. To me, it was a surprise. I didn't really know mm-hmm. <laughs> what to expect. Was but there, was when there it something, did. Was there something that, that clicked? Or like, was it a... It, popped on something or or just over time people just start taking to it just over time so it wasn't like a tiktok challenge that no kicked it off or nothing like that no when you guys find a tiktok song that i like that i can sing and everybody dances to it let me know you don't like the tiktok song it's not that I don't like the TikTok songs. It's I can't find. I can't. Okay. You feel like a, was that shade? <laughs> was not shade. Was not shade. I don't make TikTok songs. I don't make talk. No. I actually did used to joke about that though. When TikTok first came out during COVID, I used to call it flip flaps and you know what? knickknacks and I would call it all types of crazy shit. I'll do the flaps. But that's because I'm like, oh, I'm against social media in general. I just hate social media, but I understand that we have to do it for work 
So it literally feels like work to me, but I just like hate, even when I was in high school, middle school, all that shit, I stayed off of it. Like I did not like it. So I just don't like social media in general. So when it first came out, I was very resistant. Anti. and mm. like, Yes, very anti. Okay, so first of all, X, X is fire. Thank you. Super, super fire. Thank you. And platinum. Tough to do. That's nice. Where'd you put your plaque at? I actually don't have one yet. I respect it. I didn't have plaque. Listen, I purposely didn't for my, like, the songwriting. I just wouldn't. I didn't want You don't want a plaque or you just don't have one? I didn't want them for a long time. It's not that I don't want it. It's that COVID happened. So Mm -hmm. it stopped. Usually, like, when I would get my plaques, I would go to the label and it would be, like, a whole presentation thing. And it was, like, a... plaque. It was, like, like you have more plaques. Well... I'll talk about Come it. Come on. No, okay. Talk. I'm not talking about kitchen. Stop. Yeah. Yeah. Usually when them plaques come in for a young. I mean, it's a celebration. You know? <laughs> we go to the Sky Club and we pop bottles. You know, that's normally what happens. Knowing that you oh, feel me. Fuck. Knowing that you feel me. You feel me. Oh, God. <laughs> no, like when I got like my YouTube, like million subscribers thing mm. and some stuff like when I was accomplishments call that talk that cool don't shit don't be shy about yeah. your accomplishments like it's you earn these accomplishments show. fuck, fuck that shit. yeah they need to know <laughs> motherfuckers gotta know yeah. Yeah. subscribers subscribers they gotta know what subscribers is people that's tuning in on the motherfucking regular they got notifications. Notifications. They, get notifications. they get a they get a notification when you're doing something. Yeah. And they tune in a million, to you. A million of them. Million of them. Oh, yeah. You know I me, mean? people trying to get a hundred people to show up? And you got a million? You better talk your plaque. Talk. She had a million. I mean she got more now. Yeah, she got more now. Yeah. You better talk your plaque. <laughs> talk. Actually, one point four. <clears throat> what? How many you say? Huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it. It's getting sassy on the army. She's podcast. comfortable now. Good, good. I'm good, guys. I'm here. Um, let me remind myself. Uh, yeah, no, I know. I don't know why it's so hard for me to like acknowledge my accomplishments and also like take credit for shit. Mm-hmm. Like I, I am. A million percent always like giving flowers to my entire team. Like mm-hmm. I know how much it takes to do something. I couldn't fucking do this shit by myself. Christine basically runs my whole life. Like she is that bitch. That's my manager. If you guys didn't know who I was talking about, Christine, She's over that's there. my right dog there. too. I knew Christine before you Christine. knew Christine. <laughs> my dog. You really did. I yeah. I like to use that with my stepdad. <laughs> I said, I knew my mom before you did. You know what? So. That is Man. so different. <laughs> you never know. He might have known. No, you know what? You know what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so like, I mean, Christine, I, I feel like everybody else, I'm just the face of what the entire team is working on. Mm-hmm. So that's also probably why it's hard for me to like accept it because... I want to give credit to everybody. And so it feels like, it almost feels like selfish when I'm accepting these. Well, let's shout out the team right now because ain't no, ain't no clock on this right now. Shout out the team. Come yes. on. Come on, shout out the team. team. Shout out to Christine, first of all. Yeah, Christine. Christine. Yeah, <laughs> wow. 
Yeah. Okay. He went juvenile. Luke do it all the time. Yeah, he went juvenile. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Ten Summers. Yeah. Come on. Ten come on. Summers. Come on. Shout out to LMA and yeah. Jesse J for putting on their tours. Yeah. Also for being women and still doing that. Talk to talk. Yeah. yeah. No jealousy. No hate. No jealousy. Yeah. No hate. No matter yeah. how much the industry wants to pin us together, they said no. Yes. No. Um, shout out to you guys. For having me here. No, shout out to you guys over there. Hey, we'll the brains. We'll take the shout outs. It's just we'll it's shout good. Out. Shout out to Republic. Shout out, Republic. Yeah. Shout out to shout out to my first label for letting me go so I could be somewhere else. That's very important. Very important. Because they could have held on to you. Mm-hmm. They could have. Shout out to them. Held you. We're not going to say shout their out. name. Held you up. No. We're not going to say their okay. They don't okay. deserve credit. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> I also just want to say, just want to throw my two cents out there. Don't be afraid to own it. You are who and what you are. And it is okay to say, I am her. I'm her. Thank you to my team and <laughs> everyone that helped make this happen. Thank you so much. <laughs> I and am me. <laughs> yeah, and me. I like that. Because, you know, it's it's okay to to appreciate yourself. It's okay to say, you know what? I dug deep and we fought for that. Mm. And to recognize that in you. And mm. that helps you identify exactly what you're capable of. How much more you have to do, how much more you can do. Like all of those things are important. Look at yourself in the mirror. I'm, I'm a bad motherfucker. Mm. You better know this. And sometimes, sometimes a motherfucker or two will need to hear that from you. Mm. What are you talking to? <laughs> I'm a bad motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Shit. Sometimes I say that to myself in the mirror. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, I've, I've, I've been on tour. No pay. I've got deals. No advances. You see what I'm saying? Mm. They're not gonna do that again. <laughs> All right, you paid your dues. Mm. You paid your dues for sure. Mm. Okay, now what's what's next? What's going on? Talk to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah what's Where happening are now? we in the it's story? Just, are we now no, present no, no, day? No, no, no. Come on, we, right now you are here. You just we, walked what we, in. What did we tell you earlier? Yeah, it's your world. We don't give a fuck. We just <laughs> right. got, we don't lie. <laughs> Wait, I forgot. I am her. You are her. <laughs> she is her. <laughs> Shit. I feel like Nicole Kidman when I do this for some reason. I'm like, all of us. Have you seen those previews in the movies? Yes. With Nicole Kidman at AMC where she's like, we need the, all of us. All of us. Heartbreak feels good in a place like this. Sometimes I want to like fall asleep to that. No, I just want to understand. There's so many kids here to see Spider-Man. Like, what is she doing? (laughs) Why is she so sultry? And if you're in this theater, you. Yeah. <laughs> what? What? What I make? What I make? <laughs> oh my God, that is good. That's really what it feels like, though. It feels exactly like royalty like... is greeting us into yeah, the movie theater. I'll take it. Fuck it. Fuck. Okay. So Nicole now, Kidman. right now, today, what is happening? <sighs> today, well, I'm here mm-hmm. with you guys. Yes. Um, getting ready to release the album. Mm. What's the name of the album? Grudges. Ooh. Oh, shit. I know. Did that dig deep already? That's exciting. I like grudges. I really I like that. I love title. grudges. Thank you. Thanks. Do you hold grudges? 
fuck yeah. Me too. Ooh, I know. Y'all boy, y'all boy. I know. Listen, if you promised me something when I was five, Man. Yes. you still owe me. <laughs> yes. The nigga, exactly. Well, listen, just, hold on real quick. Get it. I ain't going to say your name. But you one of my father's friends. You promised me a bike when I was five. Wow, man. Why'd you you did this again? It's you. I blame you. Look, it's a you conversation can, you starter. Ride, you cannot ride with me in any of my cars now. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. 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 A really Fuck. nice car outside. Yeah. You can't ride with That's me. That's right, <laughs> Yep. Should have bought me that goddamn bike. You mm-hmm. probably stopped trying to floss me because, you know what I mean? You was around my daddy. Like, oh, yeah, you'll get the little nigga bike, man. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Hey, hey, little nigga, you want, what kind you want? We want hover? You want BMX? <sighs> nigga didn't give me Grudges. Mm. Grudges. I'm, I'm holding mine. It's cool. Nigga yeah. can't roll. I love grudges. He can't roll. I love grudges. I'm working on it, though. I'm working on being. You are? I'm trying. Okay, let me let me let me rephrase that. I'm trying to work on it. I am journaling. That's something. Okay, you get, right? it out. You get it out. Uh, no, I think what I'm really doing now is learning to forgive people. It already hurts my soul when I say it out do. loud. Is one of those? It's like I'm learning to forgive people because I have no other choice for myself. And like to not ever, I just really try to be authentic and genuine and loving to people. So I always ask my question, we always do, like, why would this person do this? Mm-hmm. Why would they do this? And my best friend, uh, he just passed away in August. Sorry, and he, that's okay, thank you. And he would say to me, stop asking yourself that question because you'll never understand because you're not them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everybody's different. And everyone lives by their own set of rules. And that's fine. I just have to know what I put up with. And once I decided like, hey, those morals and rules just don't match up with mine and that's okay. So I don't have to now ask, why would that person do that? I just need to forgive them for having their own shit and decide it's not for me. If you're looking for the most epic place on earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then, trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. AT&T connects and old to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the driving to work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. 
We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I know you're, you're young. You know. But you are a singer. Yeah. An R&B singer. Yeah. Well trained. Well trained. Since the age of tree. Since the age of tree. Harmonies. Since the tender age of 16 months. Yeah. So I know you have some some favorites that you've been listening to all these years. Mm. And we want you to put them into a top five. Your top five. Top five, your top five R&B singers, Woo! R&B songs, La That. Some people feel me. I thought you were gonna do a couple more of that high note at the end, though. I was feeling it. I was just, you know, I wanted to get to your, to the moment where you speak and talk. Mm. I love that, um, Kiana. Mm-hmm. Your top five R&B singers. No particular order. No particular gender. Singers. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love it. Um, okay. <clears throat> it's kind of hard. Number one, Janae Aiko. Ooh. I just love her. Like, she is, she is always awesome. top of my list. We love Janae here. Love Janae. Uh, she's a vibe, so but she's good. also very technically sound. Mm-hmm. She's just not 
singing to be singing. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's effortless. There's a vibe there, but there is skill level. Yes. Yeah. Shout out to my player partner Taz. Yeah. Mm. They got a, they got their whole thing over there. The art club. They they just very fly over there. Okay. So Sorry. good. Sorry. No, please give her her flowers. Yeah. Um, Usher. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I learned yeah. half of the runs I do from Usher. From Usher. Yeah. Um, Rihanna. Ooh. I have Rihanna and Beyonce, which I think they both kind of sit in the R and B for sure, but also pop category because pop is. Popular. It's just popular. Yeah, 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 yeah. But they are and artists. <clears throat> yeah, hundred yeah. percent. If not the most, one of the most incredible performers we have ever. Yeah. Period. Yeah. Period. Period. Yeah. Um, and she on the Mount Rushmore. Yeah, hundred percent. I'm in the behalf. Are you? Yeah. That was so like gentle. <laughs> he said, "I'm in the behalf." <laughs> so, so I love sure that. That was good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she's been, she's been her. Absolutely. She be fucking doing her shit. So, Beyonce, shout out to Beyonce. Mm. Um, and then Frank, Frank Ocean. R&B songs. Yeah, you smiling like you got it together. Uh, we gonna see. I was just um, watching the video. I realized I had never watched it, but Pretty Wings by Maxwell, mm. like, one of my favorite songs ever. Mm. And I've loved it since I was younger. Lesson learned, Alicia. Mm. That song, I mm-hmm. was singing that song when I was in like third grade, like walking around the park, singing it, crying, like I knew about heartbreak, which I did. I didn't know about the type of heartbreak you which get. I, did. I feel so old. I'm sorry. I have to look for my next one. Mm-hmm. Oh, Gibberish by Ryan Leslie. Mm. Ryan, That's hey, listen, Ryan Leslie. Monster. Give it yes. up for Ryan. Monster, Ryan Monster. So good. Um, Eternal Sunshine by Janae. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that song because it, in the video, too, you can see she's like laying on a street and there's a car accident in the back. And she had written it, from my understanding, she had written it um, about how her brother watches over her family when her and uh, her daughter and her daughter's father were in the car. They had a an accident that they were supposed to like really not be okay from. Mm-hmm. And they made it out. And that song always spoke to me, but I was freaking out about death for like a year and some change and just about how we have no control over it. I never want to die, scared of death, scared of anyone else. Like my thing about death is like, not only like losing someone that's past, but losing everyone when I pass. Like I'm scared to miss everybody that I met in this lifetime, you know? And so that's been something that I was constantly thinking about And then I lost my best friend. And it was real to me. Like that fear was was validated. And I did feel this sense of like, we really don't have control. So we really have to take every moment and live it fully. 
before my best friend passed away, uh, I performed at Soul Bloom, and Janae was the headliner. And I was listening to her, and then her very last song she did was Eternal Sunshine. And there was like bubbles. I was high as fuck on mushrooms too, so it was like, um, but because I was freaking out about death for so long, I was crying so hard. And then that was a moment for me because Janae knew she asked me for a picture, so I was freaking out. <laughs> um, didn't know what to do with myself. Yeah. Um, and then after my best friend had passed away, three days later, I was in Atlanta because I had to go perform somewhere. And I was just like so sad because we needed to like move stuff out of his apartment and there was a lot of shit we had to do and I couldn't be there for that. And so it like broke my heart and I was going through all this like shock and grief and shit. And it was just Christine and I in Atlanta. And we were at this restaurant and I just really started thinking about how uh, he was murdered. And I started thinking about how everything happened because it's like that was like re a really traumatic thing and sudden. And so as I'm like about to cry in this brunch spot, I think I was crying. And then I went to the bathroom and I was like, I go to the bathroom. I don't want to like cry in front of these people. That song in this brunch spot starts playing. Hmm. And he knows like gotcha. how much I love Janae. Yeah. Gotcha. And what like. Yeah. That song means to me. And it just really came full circle. And she says, uh, the more that I've seen, the more that I know. I don't know anything at all. The more that I breathe and start to go slow. Oh, all the many things I can only recall. Only the good things. Good things. Only the good things. And it was like, he's telling me that he's okay. Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. He's telling me that whatever things he experienced in his life, the good things are what he's taking with him in whatever energy he's leaving with, you know? And I felt really, I'm like crying and like singing the song and like talking to him in the bathroom. <laughs> like whoever would have been in that bathroom would have been like, what the fuck is going on? But like, I'm talking to him out loud in the bathroom and I'm just like, okay, I get it. Like you're okay, I'm gonna be fine. Cause he was also that person, like I would cry to him a lot. And like every time I would cry to him, he'd be like, it's gonna be okay. Like he would like pinch me or some shit and like joke with me. But then he would just like put his hands on my shoulders and smile and be like, it's okay. Like you're gonna be okay. And so that song felt really like perfect and comforting. And I really do think he put that energy uh, into the world for that song to come to me play for me so it has a really special place in my heart with that i mean obviously it's an incredible song mm -hmm. but that song just has even more meaning to me now the music do that's what it do yeah for real for real Woo. um and then my last one is lost one by jasmine sullivan mm. that song she's just singing on a whole nother level she's and yeah jasmine's different she's different she's different Different. It's certain people that I hear singing. I'm like, how? Yeah. Right. How? How do you sing this way? Let's get to your Voltron. Oh shit. Yeah, we're gonna create your your R&B artists. You're making the greatest R&B artists of all time. All time. And you're gonna take 
You're going to grab the vocal from somebody. You're going you're gonna to grab the styling from somebody, the performance style from somebody, and the passion of the artist, the heart of the artist. If you're making your perfect R&B artist, who are you getting the vocal from? I think I'm getting the vocal from Brandy. That's where you're going to go? That's yeah. Start Great there. vocal. Yeah, gonna, her tone is just like Jump out there. Jump hypnotic. out there like that. Okay, jump yeah. out there. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, you, wow. Yeah. Okay. Who are you getting the styling from? What they putting on? Who got that drip that, that you like, that appeals to you? I think Mariah. Hmm. Mm. Mariah. Yeah, yeah, big gowns, big, yeah. 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 It's the versatility for Yeah, me. yeah. She does do it all. She high, goes, yeah. high heels to the grocery store. She can go from the gown to the Daisy Dukes. Yeah. She did. She, she, she yeah. Wore little, yeah, she had her little cheeks. She's yeah. on tire yeah. swings Mariah, over go back the like water. babies and pacifiers. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. <laughs> What the fuck is hey, that bro, now? This nigga need a whooping at this point. Do you have a fucking dinosaur outside? What was that? I think, I think it's fine. I think it's fine. It was an accident. Yeah. It was an accident. <laughs> it's fine. I love Jacob. Look at you. It's fine. It was an accident. It's oh. good. It's good. It won't happen again. Okay. We got to keep that too. Let's keep yeah, that. Yeah, that's okay. good. Who are you getting the performance style from? On stage. Going crazy. Mm-hmm. Beyonce. Why not? Yep. Why Let's not? Just go for it. Fuck it. Why not? Go big. I like where you're going with this. You've, you've named all females. It's getting. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Ooh. What? I like it. Okay. Oh God, all right. Girl. All right. We got one more then. Who are you getting the passion from? The heart of the art. the heart. Rihanna. Hmm. Yeah. Cold. I want that attitude. Cold like Voltron. she is for her shit, but she also has that like kindness in her heart and she's able to fucking go off but also like get down with that what's that uh six eight song she got uh maybe it's love on the brain that one ah just gets you yeah she goes off yeah i like i like i like what you did there thank you I feel I good about that. No, no, no. You, you should. should. You I'm should. really indecisive. So that was, I'm proud of myself. That's a cold Voltron. Cold Voltron. Cold Voltron. Oh, female Voltron. Yeah, that's the best too. of the best. Yes. I like your stuff. Yeah, I'm rolling. I'm rolling. But we got something else for you. He's back on his piano. I love it. You know what's coming. <clears throat> I ain't saying no names. 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 We was who you What you did? Don't say she. I ain't saying no names. Yeah. <laughs> Jazz hands. Very, very, very important segment. Very, very, very important. important part of the show. Oh, it's called I Ain't Saying No Name. Mm. We tell us a story, funny or fucked up, mm-hmm. or funny and fucked up, mm-hmm. about your travels, your journey, and this shit. The only thing mm-hmm. as you tell us this story yeah. is you can't say no names. No names. You know, you can be, talk about one of your grudges if you want to. Yeah, no names. 
grudges. You know what I mean? I know, I know you probably got a studio grudge or something. something. You got some grudges. Somebody didn't, somebody didn't pay you for one of them demos. You got some shit. <laughs> Ooh. There's so many things I want to say, but I got an NDA, you guys. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, life? shit. Actually, oh, yeah. shit. I love that. I oh, love that. I think. I'm sure you do. No, we're not going to get you sued. May- we're not, well, we're not going to walk you into that. Maybe they won't remember this one. <laughs> they won't. They, yeah, they, they probably won't remember. This is fucked up. Oh, I love it. It's not good. And this is something that women have to deal with in the industry, you know? Mm-hmm. Mostly women. I was talking to some people that I was working with, and it was around my birthday. And I was turning 21. Mm. And these people were like, I think you should lie about your age. I said, I'm 21. And they were like, but I think like it's a good idea for you to say you're 20. I was like, what is one year going to do? And they were like, people lie about their age all the time. This person's 30. This person's 27. (laughs) This person's. And I was like. But I'm 21, like 21. I really don't think it's a big deal. One year, I think I'm good. And I think like they probably thought I could go under the radar and say I was 20 for another like three years. You thought I was 23, right? Yeah. Maybe I'm 23. Today I'm 23. Some people didn't count. Because I lied about my age. Exactly, nobody counted. Were they there when Mm. I was born? And they just wanted you to lie about your age? Yeah, for one year. Yep. It happens all the time. They thought that was going to like get you more cracking. Yeah. They thought it was going to give me one more year to have a chance to be successful. What? Yeah. Yeah. 20 to 21? Mm-hmm. See, because if you aren't legal, legal, a legal drinker yet, then... And There's just, a certain innocence that remains. Exactly. It's based huh. off of this, like, wanting to keep women into this, like, weird, young, innocent, naive. I always call it, like, like people want. Well, also, it's this mentality of, like, you market for men. Like, you want to be hot, right? Mm. And I always say, like, a lot of men want a porn star virgin like they want that sexiness but uh, also that not at not at all how do you how do you the men that i was around at that time okay what? almost every single one of them wanted and, and, a virgin porn and star what, and what and what demographic was were these men the <laughs> I ain't saying no, no names. I ain't saying no demos either. I ain't saying no demos. That's got a lot uh, of credit. Yeah. Turn. I mean, yeah. it's like this thing that we battle to fucking not seem too mature, not seem too smart. Like, it's just gross. I don't like it. I know. Yeah, that shit's not good. You guys have daughters. Yes. Obviously. Mm-hmm. So you get it. Like you get, but I think even from a taste standpoint, like I, I want a woman. Yeah, even That's... if it's a young woman, woman. Yeah, with something 
talk about. But you know, I think these people were pretty successful in like the 90s, early 2000s when it's like Britney and like mm. even Alicia, you know, everyone was like 17 when they were coming out. Mm -hmm. So it gave you a couple more years. It would give me a couple more years if I was 20. It would give me at least one more year because God forbid I have my moment at 28. God forbid. God forbid. And But if you're 27. You have an extra year. Sometimes it's crazy, right? Yeah, that's tricky. It's fucked up. Whatever. This is going to look like. She talking about some shit on this album. Getting off her chest. Hmm? Telling you what it is. You're doing wrong. You're doing wrong. You did it wrong. You want a song. We write a lot of songs. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Tank. <laughs> I'm Jay Valentine. And this has been the RB Money Podcast, the authority on all things RB. And this has just been the awesome, the amazing Kiana Lipton. R&B Money is a production of the Black Effect Podcast Network. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Don't forget to subscribe to and rate our show. And you can connect with us on social media, at Jay Valentine and at The Real Tank. For the extended episode, subscribe to youtube.com forward slash R&B Money. All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo, when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful DC turbo engine, well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! <laughs> and outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy. And we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. AT&T Connects and Ode to Podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the driving to work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T.
This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now.